0: Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 253. It is Tuesday, November 24th, 2020. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and the October HIPAA Breach Roundup has arrived. This podcast is brought to you by Nwaj Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J Tech Happy Tuesday, everyone. Happy two days till Thanksgiving. Almost time to uh, do Thanksgiving during COVID-19. Let's see how that goes. Wherever you're listening to this, if you could like, share, comment, or review, that would be spectacular. And if you do, we will continue recording after Thanksgiving. Monday after Thanksgiving, that is. And that'll be Cyber Monday, by the way. And Tuesday, will be Giving Tuesday. So... Be prepared to do those things. Um, I believe cyber shopping will be the extremely dominant method of shopping this year, so it'll be interesting. Um, And if you're in a HIPAA compliant business, you can go to LinkedIn or Facebook and type in "get HIPAA Compliance and join the group. You'll see more details about the October 2020 Healthcare Data Breach Report. We also have a poll up right now on the Facebook page um, if you what your your level of knowledge is about HIPAA right to, right to access because it's, uh, there have been 12 enforcements this year around right to access um, so I wanted to see what people's knowledge level is in regards to that maybe we uh, maybe we have some trainings or something in the future on that let's jump into it though so first up Cisco released vmware releases workarounds for cve 2020 vmware has released workarounds to address a vulnerability in vmware workspace one access access connector identity manager and identity manager connector an attacker could exploit this vulnerability to c- take control of an affected system there is an advisory on the vmware website it's at vmware.com slash security slash advisories slash vmsa-2020-0027.html so go check that out and it is a workaround it's not a patch so it's going to be a little bit of work for you to take care of that until they do release a patch i would not advise ignoring it and waiting for a patch though on threat post manchester united for your soccer fans or football fans i should say IT systems disrupted in cyber attack. I did see this yesterday, Um, it popped up again today, so we're gonna talk about it. The popular UK uh, soccer club, most of the world calls it football, in the US we call it soccer, confirmed an attack but said personal fan data remains secure. The Manchester United Football Club in the UK has confirmed that the team fell victim to a cyber attack on its systems. Man U of the most popular soccer teams in the world said that it is suffering ongoing IT disruptions. The club has taken swift actions to contain the attack and is currently working with expert advisors to investigate the incident and minimize the ongoing IT disruption. It said in a short statement issued Friday night. The club has extensive protocols and procedures in place for such an event and had rehearsed for this risk which is Great, you have you have a cybersecurity plan in place. Our cyber defenses identified the attack and shut down affected systems to contain the damage and protect data. The team said only that it was a sophisticated operation by organized cyber criminals, but other t- details are scant on what the attack involved, be it ransomware or anything else. The soccer juggernaut did say that personal data associated with fans or customers was not breached. So that's good news. It sounds like they have a, a, a good... Grasp of cybersecurity, and we're prepared for such an event. And as more information becomes on becomes available on the type of attack, we will definitely share that with you. Also, on threat post, Spotify users hit with rash of account takeovers. Uh, I saw another. I don't know if it's in this article, but I saw another. Uh, another. Yeah, here we go. 300 to 350 thousand subscribers. Users of music streaming services were targeted by attackers using credential stuffing approaches. Subscribers of Spotify streaming music service may have experienced some disruption thanks to a likely credential stuffing operation. Credential stuffing takes advantage of people who reuse the same passwords across multiple online accounts. Attackers will use IDs and passwords stolen from another source, such as a breach of another company or website that they then try to use to gain unauthorized access to other accounts, trying to stolen logins against various accounts using automated scripts. Cybercriminals have successfully leveraged the approach to steal data from various popular companies including most recently the North Face. VPN Mentor's research team spotted an open Elasticsearch database containing more than 380 million individual records including login credentials and other user data actively being validated against Spotify accounts. The database in question contained over 72 gigs of data including account, usernames, and passwords verified on Spotify, email addresses, and countries of residence. Uh, the attack ultimately affected between 300 and 350,000 music streamers, VPN mentor said, and the that is a small percentage of the 299 million active monthly users on the system. I think what's more important to, to note here as we will continue to see this 380 million individual records that are available just in one database. Um, There's going to be tons of databases out there if you're you reusing your password and your usernames you know your user accounts which is more likely but your passwords then you're putting your your accounts at risk whether it be personal work or, or otherwise. Uh, Krebs on Security, GoDaddy employees used in attacks on multiple cryptocurrency services. Fraudsters redirected email and web traffic destined for several cryptocurrency trading platforms over the past week. The attacks were facilitated by scams targeting employees at GoDaddy, the world's largest domain registrar, Krebs on Security, has learned. The incident is the latest incursion at GoDaddy that relied on tricking employees into transferring ownership and or control over targeted domains to fraudsters. In March, a voice phishing scam targeting GoDaddy support employees allowed attackers to assume control over at least half a dozen domain names, including transaction brokering site escrow.com. And in May of this year, GoDaddy disclosed that 28,000 of its customers' web hosting accounts were compromised following a security incident in October of 2019 that wasn't discovered until April of 2020. The latest campaign appears to have begun on or around November 13th with an attack on cryptocurrency trading platform liquid.com. A domain hosting provider, GoDaddy, that manages one of our core domain names incorrectly transferred control of the account and domain to a malicious actor, Liquid CEO Mike Kayamori said in a blog post. This gave the actor the ability to change DNS records and in turn take control of a number of internal email accounts. In due course, the malicious actor was able to partially compromise our infrastructure and gain access to document storage. In early morning hours of November 18th, Central European Time, cryptocurrency mining service NiceHash discovered that some of the settings for its domain registration records at GoDaddy were changed without authorization, briefly redirecting email and web traffic for the site. NiceHash froze all customer funds for roughly 24 hours until it was able to verify that its domain settings had been changed back to the original settings. At this moment in time, it looks like no emails, passwords, or other personal data were accessed, but we do suggest resetting your password and activate two-factor authentication security the company wrote in a blog post. So we have GoDaddy. This is a pretty extensive article, by the way. Um, GoDaddy being employees, so social engineering is what it boils down to. Social en- engineer to give up information regarding domains that are involved in the cryptocurrency realm uh and as a result potentially some cryptocurrency being i guess stolen is the best word to be to be used so i don't i don't see evidence in this article of that so um if that comes up we'll we'll uh update you but uh that potential definitely exists On Bleeping Computer, TikTok fixes bugs, allowing account takeover with one click. TikTok has addressed two vulnerabilities that could have allowed attackers to take over accounts with a single click when chained together for users who signed up via third-party apps. The social media platform owned by Beijing-based ByteDance is used for sharing short-form, looping mobile videos of 3 to 60 seconds. TikTok's app currently has over 1 billion installs according to official Google Play Store stats and has crossed the 2 billion install marks on all mobile platforms in April of 2020 based on sensor tower store intelligence estimates. German bug bounty hunter Mohammed Teskerin discovered a reflected cross-site scripting security bug also known as non- non-persistent cross-site scripting in a TikTok URL parameter reflecting its value without proper sanitation. Taskeran found the reflected cross-site scripting that would have also led to data exfiltration while fuzz testing the company's tiktok.com and m.tiktok.com domains. He also found a TikTok API endpoint vulnerable to cross-site scripting forgery attacks that made it possible to change the account passwords for users who signed up using the third-party apps. The endpoint enabled me to set a new password on accounts which had used third-party apps to sign up, Taskeran said. I combine both vulnerabilities by crafting a simple JavaScript payload, triggering the CSRF, which is the cross-site reflective or cross-site request forgery, which I injected into the vulnerable URL parameter from earlier to achieve to archive a one-click account takeover. Taskirin reported the account takeover attack chain to TikTok on August 26th, and with the company resolving issues and awarding the bug bounty with $3,860. Uh, bounty on September 18th, TikTok also addressed a batch of security vulnerabilities in its infrastructure, allowing potential attacks to hijack accounts, to manipulate users' videos, and steal their info. Security issues were disclosed by ByteDance t- by Checkpoint to ByteDance by Checkpoint researchers in late November 2019, when the company fixed the bugs within one month. Attackers could have used TikTok's SMS system to exploit the vulnerabilities to upload, unauthorized and delete videos, move the users videos from private to public and steal sensitive personal data. TikTok is committed to protecting user data. TikTok security engineer Luke Deshotels said at the time, like many organizations, we encourage responsible security researchers to privately disclose zero-day vulnerabilities to us. Tesla Model X key fobs could be hacked to steal cars, fix, released. This is also bleep a computer. Researchers at University of Leuven and Belgium found vulnerabilities in the keyless entry system of the Tesla Model X that could have allowed attackers to steal the $100,000 car within just a few minutes. The security bugs allowed taking full control of the key fob and of the car by remotely updating the Tesla Model X's BLE chip with specially crafted, crafted firmware. Once the key fob was compromised, the researchers were able to capture valid unlocked messages, which allowed the, them to unlock the car at, at the time. With the ability to unlock the car, we could, uh, we could then connect to di- diagnostic interface normally used by service technicians, Lynette Waters, a PhD student at Computer Security and Industrial Cryptography Group explained. Because of the vulnerability and implementation of the pairing protocol, we can pair a modified key fob to the car, providing us with permanent access to the ability to drive off with the car. To successfully exploit the flaws, attackers would need to get close to the targeted car, under five meters, use a modified electronic control unit to wake up the key fob, deliver the firmware update to gain full control from, uh, from over 30 meters and unlock the car. After approaching the vehicle and unlocking it we can access the diagnostic connector inside the vehicle by connecting to the diagnostic connector we can pair a modified key fob to the car. The newly paired key fob allows us to then start the car and drive off by exploiting these two weaknesses and Tesla Model X keyless entry stem, we are thus able to steal the car in a few minutes. The researchers' proof of concept attack uses a device built only with low priced equipment, including a Raspberry Pi for $35, with a can shield for $30 and a modified key fob, an ECU from a salvage vehicle sold for less than $100 on eBay eBay and a a, a LiPo battery for $30. Uh, and Tesla is, of course, providing an update to those key fobs to prevent that. On Bleeping Computer, FBI warns of recently registered domain spoofing its sites. So uh, this continues to be a problem. Domains are being registered to spoof now to spoof the FBI, Federal Bureau, of, Federal Bureau of Investigation. We've seen this in other areas before. We've seen this with the Census Bureau. We've seen this with the election. We've seen this with all kinds of stuff. So... If it's not FBI.gov, I believe that's the correct site, then it's not the right site. And finally we have the October 2020 HIPAA breach report and it is still being heavily impacted by Blackbaud Um, There were 63 reported breaches of 500 or more records, which is a 33.68% reduction from September, but still 41.82% more breaches than monthly average over the last 12 months. Again, heavily impacted by BlackBot. So September was 95 because of BlackBot, 63 in October, again, largely because of BlackBot. There was 2.5 million records exposed, which is the second highest month in the last year. September being the highest again because of Blackboard. Uh, we have the breaches, the the largest breaches of the month of October. Luxotica, which is the i the i, it's not just eyeglasses. They sell so a bunch of different brands of eyeglasses and sunglasses, but also some eye care centers. Uh, Eight hundred twenty nine thousand four hundred fifty four. That's just the U S. This is a, a worldwide. Luxottica was worldwide. But in the US, Lexotica of America Inc., 829,454, that was due to a ransomware attack, not BlackBaud. Advent Health Orlando, 315,000 BlackBaud. Presbyterian Healthcare Systems or Services, sorry, 193,000, the Fishing Tack. Sisters of Charity of St. Augustine Health System, 118,000, 119,000 BlackBaud. Timberland Billing Service. We talked about that earlier. One hundred sixteen thousand. That was a ransomware attack. Greenwich Hospital, Blackboard, ninety five thousand. OSF Healthcare System, ninety four thousand, Blackboard. Geisinger, nine eighty six thousand, Blackboard. CCPOA Benefit Trust Fund, which was a health plan, was exactly eighty thousand ransomware attack. Ascend Clinical LLC, seventy seven thousand four hundred forty three, phishing and ransomware attack. Centerstone of Tennessee. 51,000 phishing attack. Georgia Department of Human Services, we talked about that one too, 40, almost 46,000 phishing attack. Connecticut Department of Social Services, 37,000, that was a phishing attack. State of North Dakota, 35,000 phishing attack. And Advent Health Shawnee Mission, almost 29,000, that was Blackbaud. The causes of the twenty twenty October 2020 healthcare data breaches, one was improper disposal, four theft, 12 unauthorized access or disclosure, and 46 hacking or IT incidents. So IT continues to be the way in the majority, of the vast majority of the time. Location of breach data, three other, three desktop computers, four paper films, 22 email, 30 network servers, a big chunk of that will be the blackboard, ransomware attack, electronic medical records, three and laptops, two. And the laptops and the desktops probably would not have to be reported if they were encrypted. And the data breaches by covered entity type. So you have healthcare providers was 54, business associates, 5, health plan, 3, and healthcare clearinghouse was 1. Um, Connecticut in October was the worst affected state with seven breaches. And we talked about a few of them already there was a dentist and uh the one we just mentioned a few moments ago uh so not not good connecticut but uh, also other states have impacted where california texas florida ohio pennsylvania virginia iowa washington arkansas michigan new mexico new york tennessee wisconsin and those states oh i'm sorry georgia hawaii illinois indiana kansas and louisiana Maine, Minnesota, Missouri, North Dakota, New Jersey, and South Carolina. It might be easier just to talk about the states that weren't impacted, but those states, some of those states have data protection laws as well. So it could uh, it could be it could be a double-edged sword for some of these healthcare practices. But so that is your HIPAA roundup for the month of October of 2020. Hopefully that encourages some business some businesses in general, but also healthcare specifically to make some changes. And that is going to do it for this edition of the product of IT Cybersecurity Daily. So until tomorrow, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay secure.